Welcome in. This is Two Cents. I'm your host, Adam Katulak, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Crum. What's up, Adam? Hey, Brian. How's it going? Good, man. Good week of football. It was. It was. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to break down um, position groups today. So we're going to break down quarterbacks, running backs, and pass catchers. So that's a combination of receivers and tight ends there. We're just going to tear them off a little bit and just say overall our overall thoughts on who's you know elite, who's just below the elite level, and then who's just above average, you know, competitive, but um, still has some things, some holes in their game and things they can work on. So, right. so, so like three tiers. For yeah. So like three tiers. We're going to have we're, running back and wide receiver, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So I'm going to start us off there and we're going to start with QBs uh, to begin with. And my tier one is, um, I think close to being unanimous across the nation, across, you know, the football world, but I'm going to go with, um, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Deshaun Watson as my tier one quarterbacks. And I feel really strongly about these three being quarterbacks that can carry their team to levels um, that other quarterbacks just aren't able to do. Um, and there's something about these guys in this in this um, in this tier that you know they have an it factor that not many other people in the world have. So like for Pat Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, obviously he's extremely athletic. He has the arm strength that just as strong as anyone else we've ever seen. Um, Russell Wilson, I think he has the factor of just like elusiveness in the pocket. He's pretty accurate, and he just he never seems to get hit. You know, he always slides, gets away from pressure, and he has a great deep ball um, that, you know, it's almost like a sky ball or like a moonshot coming down. Rodgers, great arm strength, has been doing it for a very long time at a high level, and this is always threatening. You never want to have him have the ball with two minutes left in the game. And then Deshaun Watson is the one that I'm – you know, I think he's tier one, but he's the one that I. If you did put him in tier two, I'm not going to argue with you. But um, I think he has an elite skill set. He can carry his team, and uh, yeah, he's pretty explosive in terms of running around and getting loose in that sense. So my tier two, I'll go um pretty quick here. Tom Brady, Big Ben, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Drew Brees, and Kyler Murray. And in this tier, what I'm Good. Um, yes. Okay, so you went through a lot. So yeah. I'm going to give you my tier 1A, though. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my tier 1, I have the same as you. I have Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that beginning of the season, I was, you know, definitely following the narrative of, you know, it being Russell Wilson's year to be MVP. Mm-hmm. And then the second half of the season, I'm, I'm falling – back to the narrative that that Patty Mahomes is just he's special and he can do things that other quarterbacks can't. So I I have those two in my tier one A. I don't have uh I don't have Deshaun in my tier one A. Mm-hmm. That was a tough one. I kinda I put him into my tier two, which we can talk about. Okay. But I will say something. I do have a tier one B. Okay. That's and this tier is kind of interesting because I I think that Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and I just penciled in Drew Brees. I don't know if I like that, but I was just looking at percentage completion percentages, and mm-hmm. and he has seventy three percent whenever he's healthy, which is just above Russell Wilson for anyone else who's over a thousand yards passing. Mm-hmm. So I I can't write him off either so those are my three guys in tier 1b where 
you know, they're not young, they're not up and coming, but there's still those established quarterbacks that it's just like they have the arm that you can trust. Mm-hmm. So so that's my tier one. Okay. Okay. I um I thought about Brady and uh Breeze, but I'll get to that with my tier two. They're both in my tier two. So we have Brady, okay. Breeze, Herbert, Prescott, Big Ben, and my question mark in this tier is Kyler Murray, but I think he has an it factor of elusiveness and scramble, scrambling ability that um, could potentially set him up. And these guys in tier two, I believe, can get you to the Super Bowl and win it, and also contribute along the way and like get push you over the top as well. So they're not in the tier one, in my opinion, where they're going to carry you there or just like drag you there, no matter what team they're on. It's more so. They need a little bit of help, and Deshaun Watson would make sense putting in this tier, but I think that, you know, with Hopkins, he was making the playoffs consistently. So I think that that factor, um, you know, with him having Bill O'Brien as a coach and just the Texans organization as a whole, I don't think that that um, benefits him as well uh, as much. But tier two, I have Brady, Ben, Murray, Herbert, Prescott, and Breeze. So. So you don't even have Lamar in your tier two? I don't have Lamar in my tier two, no. Um, wow. He's I, I, the MVP last year, man. I know he was, but I think he needs too much help around him. I don't think he can do it with his arm. I not, And I need a quarterback that can do it yeah, with his but arm. You're, you're talking about uh, you're talking about Deshaun Watson, how you think that that's a knock that he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins this year to what he could do, but you think about that. If you think about Patty Mahomes, and you think about he has Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill to throw to, mm-hmm. and then he has a bunch of other speed receivers and a good backfield where he's got Le'Veon Bell and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So he's got the talent around him. If you think about Russell Wilson, he's got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, um, and then Chris Carson in the backfield whenever he's healthy. So. Not as much firepower as uh, as Mahomes does, but it's still quality uh, receivers right there. And then whenever you think about Lamar, he's got Mark Andrews. And then, I mean, he's got a bunch of nobodies then. He's got Brown, but Brown hasn't really shown up this year. But each, so. of, the, each of the guys you mentioned, they all have a run game as well. You talk, And you mentioned Hilaire. Um, I think Aaron yeah. Jones, uh, Carson, and Hyde, and um, but Watson doesn't have that. Lamar has Dobbins and neither Ingram, does, and they lead the. Lamar. Well, he has Dobbins, Ingram, and Edwards. He has a good backfield. I think they're what no. top five in the league of rushing. So I'm. That's because of Lamar, though. In large part, yeah, but throwing wise, do you trust him coming back in the fourth quarter? I don't trust him coming back. I, no, on, no, 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 I don't. That's, that's he's in my tier. He's in my tier too. I, I wouldn't put him in my tier I would hold him out of my tier one, but I'd still put him in my tier two. I still have in my tier two I've got Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson. All three guys who I think have big playability and who have legs, but are still, like you said, those guys where if it comes down to the end of the game, even though all three of them have shown at one point in their career that they can put together a game winning drive. I don't. I'm not confident in either one of those guys to consistently do it. My tier one A, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and then my tier one B, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees. I can always feel 
confident that they can put together a two-minute drive at the end of a game. Okay. Okay, so you don't have yeah. Ben or Dak. I guess Dak's been hurt this year, so I haven't really used too much injuries here. But you don't have Ben in your tier two either. That's another one that sticks out to me. You have Lamar no. replacing by Ben. Yeah, Ben Ben is in my tier three. My tier three is a bunch of, like, so tier 1A is the young guys who, like, I think can get multiple MVPs still. Tier 1B is, like, you know, those are the guys who got their MVPs or should have got their MVPs, and, you know, they're they're established. Tier two, that like Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, those are all guys that I think can get an MVP and for Lamar get another one. But I don't think that they can they perform on a consistent basis for me to feel confident in them. Um, as as much as I do my tier one. But then tier three is kind of like the older running or the older quarterbacks who are like in their mid thirties. Who like I have Tannehill, Stafford, Cousins, and Big Ben in my tier three, and then I also threw in Josh Allen and Justin Herbert in that as well. Yeah, as guys who have big, big arms and who were high draft picks, but except for Cousins, but um, just also are not quite as athletic as. Uh, as like a Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun, mm-hmm. or Kyler, but can still stretch you with their feet, and then they have that big arm, but they still throw it. Oh, they throw it away way too much. Mm-hmm. And Philip Rivers should also probably be in my tier three. If yeah, I'm and you could have out. like a Derek Carr. I mean, there's it's pretty much like the cookie cutter. There, are, there's a large list of I think tier three. Right. You know, broad, you know, that, rest of quarterbacks. It's like the rest of the league above average kind of guys right like they can they can consistently play qb1 but they're not going to be the reason that you're winning the super yeah no okay yeah i'm i'm uh i'm still i wouldn't take lamar over um the guys i mentioned above and i you know mentioned ben i still think that he needs to work a lot on his throwing he misses a lot of open passes in my opinion and he looks to run a little bit too much I feel like the reason I have Kyler Murray in Tier 2, because you could almost say the same thing about him, is he does throw a little bit. Like, he's a little more accurate. And I feel like he's looking to throw a little bit more. And when he's running around, he's looking to throw still. I think Lamar's more of a almost run-first kind of quarterback. And that's been – that's not my preference of a guy. I think that the league's figuring him out now. Now that the offensive line isn't as powerful as it was last year, I feel, I feel that he's just not – he's not – he has a learning curve, I guess. He needs to go around this learning curve yeah. right now because I feel I don't feel threatened of Lamar. I feel more threatened of a Brady, Herb, like in my tier two, a Brady, Herbert, Dak, Breeze, Murray coming back on me, you know, and then also the guys I mentioned in tier one compared to Lamar. I don't I don't fear him leading a comeback drive. That's that's yeah. why I put him in tier three there. Um, that's fair. I I agree with that for this season. Yeah, but I I do believe that. The reason that he has resorted to running first more so this year is because his run game isn't there like it was last year with Ingram. And Ingram was actually a dominant force last year. I think the and largest then, part of that is the offensive line. Cause... Yeah, and he doesn't have that receiving court. He still has Andrews. Him and Andrews have a good connection, but uh, his receivers haven't blossomed like like we might have hoped they would have. So I do feel like that's part of 
I know it sounds like I'm uh, making excuses for him, but I, I do think that he actually has a decent arm and that it's just, you know, kind of been a wash of a season. Yeah, and I mean, he, he had he had Marshall Yonda retire, um, who was a really good offensive guard and the, one of the better linemen in the league, and then Ronnie Stanley, um, I think, tore his ACL this year. So you have two of your best linemen from last year out. The run game's not going to be there no matter who's at running back, you know, or, or as much as it would have been the year before. Right. Like you talked about Ingram, they have Dobbins and Edwards as um, as well, but that's something that's missing. But I want to see him do – I want to see him figure out the um, – I guess it's not. It's not a sophomore. It, what is this? His third year? Is it a sophomore slump? It's his third year. But it's it's, it's his, year of yeah. like a fully starting. Yeah, so it's sort of like a second year kind of slump kind of thing. Second year starting slump. So that's what I want to see him get over that because I do feel like he, you know, he does look to run a little bit too much, which is in part of the, because of the line and whatnot. But um, I'll put it this way: if he was quarterbacking the Browns, I think that he would be in my tier one. Okay. Okay, well. Wait, did you say Rogers at all too? I don't. Rogers was, was my tier one. Rogers was my. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he was tier one. So. So you had four guys in tier one. I had four guys in tier one, but Watson was the tweener between tier one, tier two. I, I, I you know, okay. there's a lot that so he we, does, but. So my tier one, one A was Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Tier one B was had Rodgers in it, and then I I threw in Brady and Breeze because I just feel like those three are always together. Yeah. And then I had Deshaun Watson at the top of my tier two. So I feel like we are – we're kind of on the same page with our tier one. We are. Our and tier, then um, – Our tier two is just a little more – tier two to tier three, I feel like that's where it's more open to interpretation. You know? Yeah. The Big Ben Lamar is the biggest um, discrepancy yeah. between the two of us, I believe. Because Brady, I could I could see him being tier one. I just think that the system they're running um, is, is – holding him back a little bit and making forcing him to cause a few more interceptions than he usually would and he's just not getting the job done he hasn't been able to come back as much as he had in previous years and I think the large part of that is because of play calling I don't think it's Brady himself because the weapons are there Brady you can't just tell me Brady's been great for 20 years or so and then now he's starting to turn the ball over more without it being more of a system thing because his arm strength looks fine it's he's always been a check down guy anyway you know but I I love Brady as a I, I could I you put him at tier one, there's no argument. You know, I'm not gonna be like, okay, well let's And I think you pointed this out to me, Adam, that the system that he's in with Bruce Arians is it's it's not surprising that Brady is turning the ball over more this year. He's got eleven interceptions, mm-hmm. but he's got twenty eight touchdowns and he's second in the league for passing yards right yeah. behind Patty Mahomes with three thousand three hundred. Yeah. So I think you you were explaining to me how, you know, think of Jameis Winston in Bruce Arians' offense. He he put up, you know, a bunch of 300-plus yard passing games with, mm-hmm. you know, maybe three or four TVs here and there. But he also had, like, three or four interceptions in most of those games. Yeah. So it I think it, it speaks upon – system that he's in well yeah and like like i um historically andrew lux had the most interceptions under bruce arians carson palmer did um andrew lux had bruce arians yeah in, in indianapolis um no way tim couch i think had the record number of interceptions under him couch had arians yeah it was couch um wow. couch luck palmer oh there's one more um 
I'm pre- oh, and Jameis. Jameis. All That's had it. All had record. And and Brady's on pace for it if he hasn't reached it already in 11. So, um, All of those quarterbacks except for Brady, which Brady's the exception because, you know, he's he's won six Super Bowls and multiple MVPs. Mm-hmm. But all of those quarterbacks were, like, top ten draft picks. Yeah. So he's, he's kind of been blessed, I guess. With and he has. But I think... But he's amplified their turnovers, which is I right. the reason I believe Brady's in that situation right now, you know. But he almost came back against the Chiefs this week weekend, so it's not like he can't do it, right? It's just clean up the mistakes and, um, you know, have a little bit more flow in the game call, and it should be a little bit better, you'd imagine. All right, yeah. so uh, let's hear your um, running backs. Give me your top tier three, three tiers and for okay. running backs. So I'll give you my t- my tier one, and then I want to hear your tier one. So okay. my tier one, I've got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb, and that's the closeout of my <laughs> tier one. Um, and like you said about the quarterbacks, with Dak not being really in my in my QB rankings, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of doing who's relevant right now mm-hmm. in the week based on injuries and everything. So I'm I'm obviously leaving out. Uh, McCaffrey and Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. So those guys would be in my tier one. Um, but these four are my, my dominant uh, four or running backs this year. Okay. And just for the audience, just so the audience knows, we didn't discuss this at all before this. We just came in blind. But I have the exact same four for tier one, and there was no yeah. limit on how many you could. You could have ten in tier one if you wanted, or you could have two. Right. It doesn't really matter. There wasn't a limit or anything. It was just pretty much get tier it up a little bit, and rather than just straight up rankings or anything. But I do have Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, and Alvin Kamara in whatever order you want to do. I, I didn't do an order there, yeah. but um, that that that's pretty funny to me how. We went that route. Um, well, I think it's I think it's noticeable this year that those are the four backs when healthy. Like Nick Chubb, you know he he wouldn't have been in my tier one if we did this two weeks ago, just because he wouldn't have been relevant mm-hmm. because he would have been injured. Um, but I think having him back and seeing how hit how dominant he can be with uh, Kareem Hunt, also just it. I would feel like I was. Uh, I was betraying the Browns if I didn't have him in tier one because he he's definitely deserving, and I, I love how how he is as a running back. He's just a gritty, gritty, hard nosed running back who, anytime they show him on the sidelines, he's quiet, not really talking. Um, and then like like you saw two weeks ago, he could have had a fifty yard touchdown, but he ran out of bounds at the one yard line just to make sure we could kneel it out even though it wouldn't have mattered because we were already up by a score. So he's, he's a team-first kind of guy, and that, that's what I love about him. Mm-hmm. But the the same thing about Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry, they are just – they are bulldozers, you know. And and I have, like, Dal- – I, I almost left Nick Chubb out just because I think Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry, they all are similar to me. I think that they all have power, but I think that they all have speed. But um, Dalvin Cook has power and some elusiveness with his speed. Mm-hmm. And then I think Alvin Kamara has the, has the speed and some some 
uh, elusiveness. He has a little bit of power, but not as much power as Cook or Henry or Chubb. And then Derrick Henry, he's got the speed and the power, but he's not as elusive. So right now, if I were to rank it, I would I would put Dalvin Cook at number one. Okay. Um, but but like you said, it, I don't mind who's at one. I just think that they are all all collectively in tier one. Mm-hmm. So. So, you can rearrange it any which way you want. I'm just gonna be happy with it. I'm gonna start a general conversation, then I'll rank it just because I do have some opinions there. But um, starting yeah. with Nick Chubb, we talked last week a little bit about how the Browns' success, and we weren't attributing it to Baker. So I would say we attributed a lot more to the run game, and the leader of the run game is Nick Chubb, and that makes sense because the Browns have not historically been eight and three very much um, recently. So. We- We've been eight and three. Here's a fun fact, Adam. Okay. This is the second year since the Browns moved back to uh, Cleveland in 1999 mm-hmm. that we are guaranteed to be at or above 800. It's only happened two okay. other times. Yeah. So. And the that was back in 07 and 02. So. Mm-hmm. It. Just to reiterate your point, it doesn't happen often. So something's got to be working. Yep, and I, what I would attribute it most to is Nick Chubb because that keeps your defense off the field, keeps them rested. It um, helps Baker out with play-action pass because the linebackers come up, the safeties have to keep an eye on it. So it lets the routes develop a little bit more. So I think Nick Chubb has a huge part in that. I believe Kareem Hunt is also up there. I'm not a Tier 1 guy with Kareem Hunt, but I yeah. believe they both contribute. But I think Nick Chubb is a workhorse kind of back that can really um, – that is carrying the Browns. Let's not just, you know – um, I, I still have concerns about the Browns in like big games and like opponents that have solid defenses that can load up the box and still play coverage and make Baker try to beat you. But games hey, we'll are spo- that for another time. But games that are supposed to you're supposed to win. You and you, if you can run the football, you will win those games majority of the time. And Nick Chubb is contributing to that, and that's why you're winning eight and three. So um, that's what I would love about Nick Chubb. Alvin Kamara is my favorite of the backs just because of the pass catching ability he has that is that separates from everyone else in my opinion. Um you know they he can run the ball really well and he has a good one two punch with Latavius Murray, but whenever they need the Saints need a need someone especially this year they've been relying on Alvin Kamara a lot and he's just been able to carry them um in all aspects of the league and I think that a large part of it is maybe because Drew Brees can't throw the ball downfield very far, you know, so he's checking the ball down to Alvin and he's making guys miss and carrying it there but he's really doing a good job solid job catching the football out of the backfield making people miss and then also getting you know yards on the ground as well so I think that he's a nice dual threat running back but that's my preference of a running back is being able to do both um very well at a high level you know but that that's just a preference there because you could say if you just want to ground and pound running back and that'll lead me to Derrick Henry and okay he can carry the ball 27 times you know four yards to carry wear out your defense and he'll just be running all over you in the fourth quarter because you're worn out but he can keep going so that's a different preference if you want that guy then Derrick Henry Nick Chubb Dalvin Cook you know in some variety makes sense there right so you can't ignore because he's in my tier one but Derrick Henry also he's just a power back you have to stop him he is I think a large part of Tannehill's success sort of like Chubb's a part of Baker's he's a good part of Tannehill's success if Tannehill didn't have Henry um we only saw that with Miami and it didn't look too good but that could be attributed to Adam Gase but having a run game helps quarterbacks across the board that's 
universal. Yeah. If you have a good running game, it just opens everything up for the pass, and that just assists you there. And I think Derrick Henry is a large part to Tennessee's success. And then Dalvin Cook's having a record year. He's he is tearing it up. I think he has the most yards per um, from scrimmage per game. So I mean, you could also argue that he is um, he, he's the best overall back. He he can catch the ball a little bit, but he's also just really explosive and breaking through the holes. And he's helping Kirk Cousins a little bit. He's helping Kirk Cousins this year, but he um the team's not having the success based off of him. He, they need a little bit more, I guess. Um, yeah. Contribution. So like, I I couldn't. I'm not gonna put him one, but he is up there and he is an elite back and he's a tier one back in my opinion. So, um, just to reiterate what we went we just talked through. Um, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara. My order would be Kamara, Henry, Cook, Chubb, but. I, I might just put Chubb at three. I don't know. They're they're really honestly tied to me, in my opinion. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, and not to hang on this too long, but I think Derrick Henry, um, out of those three, well, out of those four kind of power back type running backs, um, with, with Kamara being like the one who's kind of like, you know, an even better running back and pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, I think that out of Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb's type of offense, I think that it benefits Derrick Henry the most. The fact that he has a better defense and a better offensive line than most. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they do still have two solid receivers uh, with, with A.J. Brown and in Davis, so I think that those three could possibly be interchangeable. But I think that Derrick Henry just kind of has the best offense to do it in out of those three. Okay, I agree, and, there, and he has a defense to help carry him as well. Right, more so, so than the other two. Right. So my tier two, though, I've got Ezekiel Elliott. He was at the top of tier two because uh, this is like the first year that I would knock him out of my tier one. I, I would have considered him a tier one for the past few years, but now with the Dallas Cowboys line kind of looking a little depleted and uh, just things with Mike McCarthy not really working out, Dak Prescott getting hurt doesn't help, and then again having a poor defense doesn't help either. So I have him at, at one in my tier two. And then I've got Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, and then Kareem Hunt. Um, Kareem Hunt, I put him in my tier two. It felt kind of weird because he's he's the you know he's the second back in the Browns offense, and I have him in tier two over you know the first back in a lot of other offenses. But I just think that he's that good that he's still deserving to be a, a tier two back. Okay. Um... I'm going to go through mine. I have Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. I have Ronald Jones as well, Zeke, uh, Antonio Gibson, and um, James Robinson and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So I have sort of have like a bigger group than um, I did with the quarterbacks and then you do with the second-tier running backs. But I feel like they're all generally the same kind of backs. I see Josh Jacobs making the leap probably the soonest out of all of them. And then Zeke, obviously, he's been historically in Tier 1, so I agree with that. He's just had a bad year. Um, Dax out, which hurts a lot, and then the offensive line's been banged up. So 
factoring those two in, it almost makes him a tier two back. But he's closer to the end of his career than the beginning, I feel like. And um, it's harder to build a lineup real quickly whenever, um, yeah, you know, you have other holes on defense and whatnot. So I I, um, I see it that way. Um, I think James Robertson, someone that's not getting a whole lot of attention from uh, Jacksonville. You know, he's, I I was debating putting him in tier two, but since this is his first year, um, and he was a little bit later of a draft pick, undrafted, I, undrafted, which is insane. That's crazy. Okay, but, undrafted. Yeah. So I still have him in my tier three because <clears throat> even though he's he's like second in the league in in rushing yards, he's behind, up there. I uh, think he's third. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he's he's third behind Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. with 890 yards. I I still just want to see one more year of him to okay. make sure that he's a tier two level guy. I I'm sure <clears throat> he has it, but if he performs just the same as he did this year, but if he does have somewhat of a uh, decline next year, then I I don't want to rush him into tier two. That's fine with me. You just want to see him prove a little bit yeah. more. I'm good with that. Um, what do you think about, I guess, Ronald Jones and Antonio Gibson? Uh, so, so I have Antonio Gibson in my tier three. Mm-hmm. Um, in my tier three, I have Antonio Gibson, uh, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, uh, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm-hmm. So, I, I do have... Uh, him in my tier three but I think that all of those guys are kind of like you know they all are in the mold of first second third year backs who uh, came out with a little bit of hype or you know we're, we're like top four round draft picks mainly and they're still progressing but we just haven't seen them break through their ceiling yet so so I have all those guys in my tier three. Okay. Yeah, I have um I have a short, smaller tier three. I have Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, James Conner, Todd Gurley. I may have missed someone. I have Jonathan Taylor up there as well, but he's now injured and it's been injured the last oh, few weeks. But um yeah. yeah. I I just was curious on Antonio Gibson. I know he has eleven touchdowns, but he's done most of his damage against the Cowboys, so I understand the tier three factor there. Um I like him a lot, but the, the, what I really like about him is he's a dual threat kind of guy. He, you know, yeah. I think he has 32 catches this year um, and 11 rushing touchdowns. So, like, having a mixture of that, that's just my preference of backs. So, that's just yeah, what... he definitely fits the Alvin Kamara... <clears throat> McCaffrey. Um, Christian McCaffrey type. And, and that's what I think people were kind of expecting or what they saw out of him whenever uh, Ron Rivera drafted him in the fourth round because... He was coming from the Christian McCaffrey offense. So, and, he, and he compared him to Christian McCaffrey. Not in the sense of, like, you know, skill level and everything, but he said similar usage, similar kind of back, right? Just yeah. not that level, obviously, because when McCaffrey's right. healthy, we obviously both have him tier one. I don't know who doesn't. Yeah, so, exactly. Yep. All right. So let's close out right. with um, the uh, pass catchers overall, and I'll start here. Tier one, I thought it was – at least these five are definitely up there. Tyree Kale, DK Metcalf, Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins, and um, 
Devontae Adams. I don't know if you have anything you want to add there, but I okay. feel really confident about those those yeah, five. I, no, I, I like those. So, again, similar to our QBs one, this is I had a Tier 1A and a Tier 1B, and then my Tier 2. Mm-hmm. So my Tier 1A, I have Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams for this year, where it's just these guys are flat out the two best receivers that I think are playing right now mm-hmm. in this season. Uh, tier 1B, though, is DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Julio Jones. Those three are, again, like my Tier 1B of quarterbacks. They're the older, more established guys that that we know what we're going to get out of them. They're sure hands, and they usually get a big player or two in, in the big games that you need them to. So... That's why I kind of have my Tier 1A and Tier 1B. And the only difference that I have from your Tier 1 there is that I have Julio Jones in my Tier 1B, and I don't have DK Metcalf in either. And you have DK in your Tier 1. Yep. But I have DK Metcalf at the very top of my list in Tier 2. Okay. So I've got I've got DK at Tier uh, 2, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, and Keenan Allen uh, rounding out my tier two. What about Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. Yeah, I I could put Adam Thielen in there. Okay. And you said- I, I would I would not be fine with penciling him in, Adam. I like that. Okay. That was one that kind of slipped slipped by me, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd like to push back a little bit on um the Julio Jones, I think Calvin Ridley's taken over the uh, the one, the one for the well, Falcons this year. So that that's what I would um, that's my thoughts there. I have them both in tier two, but I have Calvin Ridley over uh, Julio Jones right now. I don't know if it's availability, but um, I think that Matt Ryan's really forming a good relationship with him. And um, well, I I agree with that. I think that we're kind of in alignment then on like. You know, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. being, like, in the top four. Yep. And then DK Metcalf kind of falling right in after that. Mm-hmm. And then Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. Um, did you so say Mike I, Evans? I did not. I put Mike Evans in my tier three. Okay. I have him in my... um tier two as well and that that rounds that out i have evans lock i actually have lockett which you can push back on that if you'd like evans lockett no. keenan allen stefan diggs adam uh, thielen and um calvin ridley i okay so so we're pretty similar though then. we are Except, yeah and and like i said i have tyler lockett or i didn't say this but again i have tyler lockett in my tier three but I have him ranked as number one in my tier three. Okay, so, we're, so yeah, we are in line. And then tier three for me, I mean, I have Cup, Allen Robinson, Claypool, Higgins, Landry, Parker. I mean, it's it's a broad, you. That's when it really opens up, and you can name like twenty yeah. guys that fit that mold. So I'm not going to so go too in depth. Tier with that. three, though, where I put my cap at him, I put it like mine was Tyler Lockett leading it, then Amari Cooper two, Allen Robinson three, because. I think Allen Robinson, like, Cooper. we forget that he had Blake Bortles in Jacksonville, and now he's had 
you know, Nick Foles and Trubisky mm-hmm. in Chicago, and he still has put up massive numbers. Mm-hmm. So we have yet to see him with a good quarterback. Yep. And he's still doing it. So I have him in there. I have Will Fuller because of what he's doing with Watson, filling in that number one receiver role mm-hmm. for Hopkins. Yep. I think that that's a little bit because of Watkins, but also a little bit because of Fuller. Um, and then I have Cooper Cup. He's just steady hands for Jared Goff. Uh, and then I have Tyler Boyd and Mike Evans rounding out the bottom of my tier three. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think he's he's going to be that wide receiver one that basically the AJ Green to Andy Dalton uh, for you know Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. So I think that he's on the up and up. And then Mike Evans, I would have him in my tier two, but I think his ceiling is capped right now with, with the weapons, all of that with all the weapons in his offense. So. I do think that he's a talent-wise tier two, but I just think that we're not going to get to see that unless you know he, he's in a different offense or or something in his own offense changes. So, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just you know we're not able to see those those big highlight Mike Evans plays. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're pretty much in line there. So just to recap, we have Hill. Hill, Kelsey, Hopkins, Adams, clearly in the top somewhere. And then we have um, Metcalf, uh, Keenan Allen, Diggs, Thielen, Ridley, Julio in that next region. And then it pretty much spaces out a little bit. I guess Cooper could potentially be in that tier two. And then three would be um, pretty much the rest of the group that we mentioned yeah. and we covered there. So Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that we were pretty – pretty much in line with like the the tier one tier two guys you might have some overlap there mm. and then tier three was where in most of these we just kind of had you know some of the same guys but that's where it's just gonna you know be more open to interpretation to, to interpretation or yeah so yeah i think and, that makes sense and i think the big surprise um in my opinion would be you know, me having more Lamar at a tier three quarterback and you having Ben, in my opinion. That's the biggest, yeah. I think, difference we had overall um, there. But I I still don't understand that, Adam. I, I think that's some Homer bias going in there. It's just the fear. Like, what? who, who scares me? If I, you know, I, I, he doesn't he doesn't do it to me. He doesn't scare me. So, well, not, not, not with, with his the, arm. With the Steelers' defense... I think that I would almost rather have a Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback there because yeah. you guys have such a solid defense that, and then you have decent playmakers on offense. So you want somebody who's just going to be, you know, a veteran QB who's won a who's won a Super Bowl before and knows how to get it done. Um, so I understand that for the Steelers, I wouldn't. I would probably take Ben. For Lamar, maybe, but I do think that Lamar is like he's the guy that you're going to create a defensive scheme around. You're mm-hmm. not going to create a defensive scheme around Ben Roethlisberger at this stage in his career. That's how I feel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? I I think that um, I think teams are 
have created a scheme to uh to slow down Lamar. I, I you know, I think that it's almost like people are it's a copycat yeah, but, league and they have had the but I, I think that Lamar doesn't have an offense or a defense that the Steelers have though. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have the defense that the Steelers have. I think that they're, yeah, an elite team. But I mean, the and he doesn't have the offense either. I, I agree. But I just, I would trust Ben more. I guess with the Steelers and Lamar, and that's another reason. Okay. Like you said, Here's you know, my, that, that's. So let let me flip it to you this way then. Who would you rather have at quarterback for the Ravens, Big Ben or Lamar Jackson, with this team? I, I, ben, Roth, ben Roethlisberger is just another Joe Joe Flacco. Oh, he's I better think. than Joe Flacco. He's, he's better than, than Joe Flacco, Flacco, but I think he gives you more of Joe Flacco than what you got with Lamar last year. I feel like the Ravens are built a little bit more with the... I uh, They're built more for Lamar, but overall, I'd rather have... Um, like, if I was building a team from scratch just for this year, I think I would lean Ben. Honestly, okay. That's that's, that's let's put it that way. If I'm building from scratch, like neither team, I'm right, going. I'm going to go back because like they're built for Lamar. It's built for Lamar. It's built for multiple yeah. running backs running the ball. You know, but that's fair. Yep. So, all right, that's fair. So, was there anything else with like uh, running backs and receivers that that had you surprised up. with what I had? I I think we're pretty much in line there i, I felt pretty calm the know, only I, thing there was uh who did you have in your tier two for which one you had for running backs you had zico elliott aaron jones josh jacobs who else i had um one second i had um zeke gibson uh james robinson edward Hilaire. Ronald Jones, Aaron Jones, and uh, Josh Jacobs. Okay, so for that one, I kind of question your Ronald Jones and your Antonio Brown choices because I think that those two are kind of premature at this point. I think there's glimpses, but I I don't know if those guys are tier two stable. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I have them in the tier three. Okay. So I, I don't know what's what's your defense to that. I I, I just feel like they have been. I, I I don't know. I feel like they can carry their team a little bit as well. Like in in terms of Ronald Jones, I enjoy. Um, I, I don't think he's getting the usage that he could he should, but I feel like he um. Well, that's why I I thought Ronald Jones was performing incredibly well. Yeah. I had him on one of my fantasy leagues, and then they started to – it looked like Bruce Arians was starting to question if Ronald Jones was even the best back on their team with Leonard Fournette in the mix. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going a lot more with Jones just with the usage that he's had. But, um, like, you know, like recently – because I haven't seen Fournette rush the ball as much as Jones in recent times, but um, I think I know that, his production hasn't been as great. He's had he's had some big games, but it's hard when he, of, like if you look at the Saints game, I think they rushed what four times with Jones. So it was just like, 
or I think yeah. four rushes in total. That's like one of the fewest ever. So I think it's more of the offensive scheme than the player himself. Okay. He's still putting up the yards, but I think the scheme is holding him back in certain weeks. I just don't think that I saw enough from Ronald Jones before this year to to feel like he's a tier two. Mm-hmm. Just just because he can perform, but then he's not in the right scheme for it. You know? Yeah. I understand that. And I think Edward Solaire is up there just in the sense that, like, usage. You know? I, I, I'm right. Not, I'm, not, I'm not so long. Like, if you put him on another team and he gets, like, let's say – 10, 15 carries a week. I don't know how impressive that's going to be either, I guess, too. You know, I just think with the scheme he's in right now and the pass catching and Mahomes opening everything up for the running game, that's a big plus for him. I don't know if it's him doing it sort of like a James Robinson almost where he's getting the usage because he's not at that level. You know, he's the the only weapon they have, so he's getting the touches and whatnot. Um, I think Edward Hilaire is getting a lot of opportunity and um, favorable matchups because you have the threat of Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. So Right. If you I put can him agree in, with that. So that that's what I'm thinking there. You know, I'm I'm putting and him they, there, but it's like if if you put him on let's say the Eagles, is he that much better than Miles Sanders? I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I would, I would put Miles Sanders over him. That's what I'm saying. If I, you put him on the Eagles, I have I those two I have those two in my tier three. Yeah. Where and I, have Sanders I think they're good, three, but right? I think that the system almost like favors each of them. Like yeah. I, I feel like it favors Edward Tolaire that he's a he's a first round draft pick by the Kansas City Chiefs, like the best offense in the NFL. Yeah. Um and he's he is at the moment like still outperforming uh Le'Veon Bell, who you know, not everybody would uh you know, threw the talent on him. So mm-hmm. I mean we'll see we'll see if he picks it up in the second half. But um I would say that just being young being a top draft pick in the top offense in the NFL with the with Patty Mahomes as your QB, it's it's pretty hard not to to just be a good back and put up good numbers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Alright, I think that's I think that's good. Alright. Yep. Sounds good, man. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. And uh We'll have a new podcast out next week. Thank you. All right. See you.